Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirsty Thirst for Knowledge Podcast, Episode 2. I'm James Evers. And I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And this is the Thirst for Knowledge Podcast. Yes. Yes. So today we are going to be talking about Dry January. So for those of you who don't know what Dry January is, it is as it sounds. You essentially go for the month of January without consuming any sort of alcoholic beverages. So what we'll be talking about is sort of our trials and tribulations, uh, James's wonderful month and how he's starting off the new year right, and uh, we hope you enjoy. Yeah, stick around for the end of the episode. We'll have a few tidbits to add. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Starting this with a burp and a loud hello. No, it was a weak burp, man. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to podcast number two, baby. Yeah. Is it podcast number two though? It, it could. It could be number three. It could be number three. <laughs> it could be number fifteen. If we put them all out. <laughs> Whatever we said in the intro, that's the number of podcast that it is. <laughs> so how's everybody's week or month? Shit, month. It's been a month. It's been a month. Yeah. Uh, what what day are we into right now? January. 26. 26? Okay. The year of our Lord, 2019. Yeah. It's, uh, which reminds me, I didn't send up my daily update yet. I did do my run today. Mm. How many miles? <laughs> I did 4.02 miles today. Pace? Uh, just shy of nine minutes, I believe. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so okay. what's Damn. that total mileage? What are you at right now? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> One mile Wh- whatever zero. Whatever it was yesterday, plus four miles. <laughs> Here, let me pull it up. All right. So what, what's everybody drinking? Coffee? Water? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, made a fresh pot of French pressed coffee um, mm. with beans that I got from a local, uh, local coffee manufacturer. Um, Flight Coffee in Bedford, New Hampshire. Very good people. Very good coffee. I highly recommend it if you can uh, get over there and pick up some beans. So for those of you listening at home, you may know a little bit about Seth. He's somewhat of an alchemist, if you will. And uh, not only does he brew his beer out of his garage, but he also (laughs) makes a damn fine cup of coffee. Yes. Uh, Dale Cooper would... I would hope you would enjoy some of my yes, coffee. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Now, Seth, what? tell me, what makes a good cup of coffee? Brewing techniques? I mean, <laughs> something. Give me something here. Dude, I don't know. It, it all depends. There's so many different ways to make coffee, and there's so many different contraptions. Like, I was just talking about that place, Flight Coffee. If you go in there... They have just a few shelves of different apparatus that you can use to brew coffee. And I don't even know what all that stuff is, man. I'm simple. I use a French press. You know, I also like a good drip coffee, but I don't have a drip coffee maker. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's insane. Uh, it's just if you get good beans, you get a good process. Somebody knows how to make, um, you know, prepare that coffee well. And it tastes good inside your mouth, man. That, that's what it all comes back to. That's all that matters. <laughs> How's it taste in your mouth? Yeah. Now, you grind your own beans at home. You buy whole bean. I do, yes. Um, that's something I think that is pretty crucial uh, is uh, making your coffee as close to the time that your beans are ground. So 
Um, is that to preserve the most flavor? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Any sort of oxidation or anything like that? that? That's, from my understanding, okay. uh, that's I need to get a works. coffee grinder. Yeah. I have fucking 12 pounds of beans at my house I need to grind up. <laughs> yeah, I just finished using that coffee that you gave me. What, what was the name of that place? Uh, Unrooted right. or something Roots. Yeah, it's got Roots in it, definitely. I can't remember the, the full name, but they're from... Ohio, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can get them online at their website, something something.com. Yeah. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll let you guys know if you remember, but that, that was good coffee. I had their all day breakfast blend. All day breakfast. Pretty tasty. Yeah. yeah. I got fucking like 14 pounds at home. <laughs> Ridiculous. But now, I mean, I've, I think I've gone through most of my grounded ones already, the pre-ground and, um, I have beans now. I have to grind them up. To get a grinder, we could sneak them into Shaw's and grind them there. And then right out. <laughs> I mean, you probably could. <laughs> so, uh, your to- total run mileage for the month of January is day 26, 85.31 miles. That's what I'm at right now. That's what you're at right now. So, what are okay. you doing exactly? 100 miles for the month? Is that the plan? Yeah. Can you explain? Yeah. I mean, we talked, I don't know why I came up with this idea. Um, it was, I think it was sometime in December, but um, <coughs> it was either last year or the previous year. I just want, I'd been doing challenges in, in January just for fun. And um, the the only other one that I've done is just run every day in the month, at least a mile. Which is pretty, I mean, it's, yeah. if you do, do a 10 minute mile a day or a 12 minute mile a day or whatever, and it's pretty simple. Yeah. And just get on the treadmill, get outside real quick. But I don't know why. I just thought, I just came up with this crazy number, 100, right? Like 100 is a crazy number. So in the same like a 5K like, a day, right? Almost. Um, a little bit more than a 5K a day if you want to do it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, 31 days. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been trying to run 3.3 miles a day, and that'll get me um, to 100 before the last day, or or almost. And uh, but what happens if you stray? <laughs> well, I don't know, but man. Five k a day. I have I haven't strayed. I've, <laughs> I'm almost at the end here, right? I've got like five days. And I'm at, eight, what, what did you say? 80? 85.32. So I've got about 15 miles to go and five days left. So about three miles a day left. So it's been pretty on point. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, <clears throat> How's everybody else doing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I was also um, uh, doing this challenge with my sister, Gina, um, and, you know, I'm Boy, Justin Hambone Mayhew over here. That's me. <laughs> How's it going, Justin? <laughs> uh, it is day twenty-six. If if I can do in the next five days, okay. If I stick to it and I'm and I, you know, no bullshit. And every day I get up and run fifteen miles a day. <laughs> I will hit that one hundred mark. Oh boy, you got it, dog. I believe in you. You got this. No, I dude. have about a, I have about twenty five miles in. Um, so you need seventy five, dude. You know what? Oh, just my just goodness. run home today, and you're good. <laughs> and then run back and grab your car. Oh god, I got tripped up so hard. And so for the first week, I was sick for the whole week. 
Yeah. Like, couldn't breathe. I was just like, I don't know what happened. Just full of just mucus and snot and just some sort of respiratory infection. I don't know. Did you ever actually go to the doctor? Oh, hell no. I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> there was a friggin', I read online, because I got that shit, I had that shit this week, I read online, like, right after Christmas, which would make sense, because that was New Year's, right? There was a bad respiratory thing going around. Mm. So that's probably what you got. Mm. Yeah, so no, it, uh, I just took, like, basic NyQuil, I took some, like, uh, oh god, Benadryl, definitely took some Benadryl. Any Mucinex in there? To, uh, I did take out. some Mucinex, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, just a cocktail of, you know, over-the-counter medications, yeah. plus some sleep, plus a whole lot of water, mm-hmm. and it took about a week to clear up. I'm nice. on I'm on day five of this hell so far. But luckily, I had blood-sickening poison ivy the week before, and I'm on so much steroids that my respiratory infection is actually <laughs> my steroids are helping my respiratory infection because it cuts down an inflammatory shit. Nice. So I actually stopped my steroids the day I got sick because I was paranoid that my steroids would react the wrong way towards it. But then I did the research and it actually helps. So then I went back on those roids. Yeah, nice. And it helped. And have you been subsequently pumping more iron at the gym? Because I have. Of nice. I, I have like been. Uh, <laughs> I've been benching logs at work and squatting. And uh, as you can tell, I'm fucking ripped now. You gotta take advantage. I gained of like that, 95 man. pounds this week of just pure muscle. That's that Rocky Four style right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but since since January, I stopped drinking. Even though I drank twice this month, and we weren't supposed to drink at all this month. I had a wedding, and I had. A work party, but I lost 15 pounds. Might not look like it, but I have <laughs> lost 15 pounds, nice. baby. I'm 210 right now. Yep, not bad. I just weighed myself at your and your scale. I'm 210. Oh damn! I was 225 January 1st. Not bad. Yeah, you and me are in an arms race right now, man. I think I weighed in at 208 point something yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Once. Yeah. So yeah, dry January. We're doing that too. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. Oh boy! I'm actually, <laughs> I actually might do most of dry February as well, except for our podcasts with me and Gina. Yeah. So I'll probably only be drinking during our podcast when we do our podcast. Yeah, we're we're definitely doing a post dry January podcast. We will update. Yeah, and I have all those beers that I bought still. Oh, we need. Yeah, that's you true. Know, I still got those. We haven't yep. tried. I found a couple gems. So even though I'm going dry January, I'm still shopping around the beer stores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still just poking around, see what they have. So I picked up a couple bottles of some good stuff. Oh, nice. Um, I got an Oak Age Vanilla Worldwide Stout. Nice. From Dogfish that I would like to crack. And it's been um, aged for two years. Two years, I think. It's a 2017. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, 2017, 2016 or 2017. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. So That'd be cool. I actually just won a, a $27 million bid on a 1908 McCollin Scotch. We'll get that cracking. See how many shots we can do with that, baby. <laughs> what? Like, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, did I tell you guys, have we, we haven't had a podcast since that, um, that uh, work party I went to, right? No, we no. haven't really seen each other all in the same room since uh, New Year's. God. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. I want to tell you, <laughs> I went to uh, 
Gina's work party and it was open bar and this guy was pouring me drinks and he was mixing them with like high-end whiskey and he was putting Red Bull in that shit. What? <laughs> I was having like oh top god. shelf whiskey Red Bulls. Oh my god. I got so that- drunk. I got so drunk. Yeah. But it was like probably the number one thing you shouldn't do. I mean, mixing caffeine and But I mean, alcohol. like, with really expensive whiskey, too. Right, isn't yeah. that blasphemy in the yeah. whiskey oh, community? Like, blasphemy. Yeah, it was funny. He's like, you <laughs> know what's good? That top-shelf whiskey with some Red Bull. I'm like, what? That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, and I, I got smoked out. Ooh. Probably one of the... Probably number one or two worst hangover in my life. Really? At, remember when I saw you at football party? Yes, I did see you the it next didn't day. Even Dart until you guys left. Oh God! I was puking profusely when you left until like one a.m. I would take like a quarter sip of water and then I'd puke it up to the point where I had no nothing in my stomach left and I started puking blood because my throat started bleeding because I was dry heaving so hard. I was having like DTs, bro. I was dying. I I would have to imagine. Okay, so up until this time. You were doing dry January. Dry January and keto. And you were on the, the <laughs> so no sugar diet. No sugar or yeah. anything. You hadn't had any carbs and then you just binged one night. And Whiskey and Red Bulls, yeah. So what was that? Wait, like? were they regular Red Bulls or sugar free? Regular Red Bulls. Oh my God, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, so he went all in. So what was that like 10 or 12 days in? 19 days in. 19 days in? Yeah, it was the 19th. Oh, geez. Yep. So this was last week, and I don't. No, this was two weeks ago. Two wasn't weeks it? ago. Yeah, yeah, because it was it so, was the week and the week after, and then the wedding. So it was so. like the twelfth or something like that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it yeah, was the nineteenth yeah. was the wedding, so the twelfth. Yeah. Yep. But still, right. even even then, you're two weeks in, haven't had any drinks, and I finally got any into carbs. ketosis. You're in ketosis, <laughs> and then you do the one thing you shouldn't do is binge Go drink. Hard. <laughs> and I didn't eat anything either that oh day. Oh my god, man! The only thing I had was like a, a slice of salmon and broccoli, and then just whiskey Red Bulls, Dude. like fourteen of them. I would not recommend Dude, doing no that. No wonder why you <laughs> felt I had like a glass such of wine. shit. I, I had mean, a glass there's... of wine too. Oh my god! Because I'm fancy as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, hung over. Wow. I puked that morning, somehow drove home. I don't know how I drove home that morning, sober. You guys were in Boston, right? We were in Boston. We slept in Boston. Yeah. Um, whew, it was bad. I lost my phone. Oh, yeah. So I lost my phone the day of that party. Yep. And I had to buy a new phone at, at Verizon. I lost it at Kohl's. I was trying on nice pants, left my phone in the pocket of the nice pants. Someone put them back on the hanger, gone forever. <laughs> oh, God. So I just drove in Kohl's in Lemonster. There was a Verizon in the same plaza. Just drove right from Kohl's to Verizon, got a new phone. <laughs> Didn't even try to find that thing because I knew it was gone. And then that night, lost my debit card at a bar. So I had to go get a new debit card. And then friggin' then I got that crazy sick. Yep. And then I got the next week I got insane poison ivy that almost murdered me. How do you get poison ivy in the winter, so, man? So I have two theories. Either I cleaned a machine mm. at work that had poison ivy all over it, because we work outside, we do stuff, which is a stump grinder. So I either cleaned the stump grinder, got poison ivy, or 
my dogs had poison ivy on them and I gave them a bath because I gave uh-huh. them a bath that day. <clears throat> and then I took a bath because I had to crack my chest. Whenever I have to crack my chest, take a hot bath, warm my chest up to loosen up my muscles. <laughs> and God, I crack it. I took a hot bath right after I washed the dogs. Thought I cleaned the tub enough, but I was like riddled, dude. Oh, God. With the most severe poison ivy of my life. Yeah. And then whatever... Some other terrible shit happened too. A whole bunch of bad stuff happened. This is shaping up to be your year, man. Yeah, it's a good start. start. It's a good start so far. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Now I'm sick again. I was sick the first week of January with uh, the flu, some sort of flu, and now I have like an upper respiratory thing. Uh, That's pretty. All right. Just waiting to get in a car crash. Really. (laughs) Don't 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 do it, man. Don't do it. Or just to get robbed. We'll see how it goes. Mm. Got five more days left, January. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I flipped a tractor at work too. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Was this during the big winter storm? It was right after we were cleaning up the sidewalks at work. Fucking flipped that bitch right over. Um. So how'd you do? You just went off a sidewalk. So it just like everything got hard. The snow got hard. Because it was like it got ne- really cold after it got that real storm. cold after the storm, and then all the snow hardened up, and then I drove off the side of the banking because I couldn't I couldn't plow anymore. <laughs> flip <laughs> flip that bad Larry right in the street. Oh, oh God. man, yeah, there's a picture showing him. Yeah, yeah, you guys can't see it, but flipped uh, it right over. All right, crazy, right? <clears throat> but I'm good. Well, that's good. You know, you didn't hurt yourself anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, dry January. Okay. Dry January. It's one of those things where we're definitely not the only ones doing this. I have heard some. Plenty of people doing it. Plenty oh, of people, yeah. colleagues yeah. at work, friends. Yep. Also so, trying this out. Um, the people that I have talked to that have tried it out, almost all of them have uh, failed. Failed, for yep. sure. Um, but I'm still in. I'm also in. Um, I did it last year as well and was successful. I made it all 31 days and I found a lot of benefit in it and that's why I'm doing it again this year. Um, it's pretty interesting. So I've, this is the longest streak of sobriety I've had even since before turning 21 or eligible to Even drink. Even since the Marine God Corps? Damn. Really? Since the Marine Corps, yeah. Wow. This is, and that's what? I got I got out of the Marine Corps... 2009? 2009, yeah. Yeah. So this has been the longest I've been sober wow. on all, all things, <laughs> yeah. whether booze, drugs, True. whatever, man. Like... Damn. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, yeah. You losing I'm, your mind? Uh, I'm craving... Beer. I'm like just craving a good beer. Yeah. Like every day. I don't think I've really had a beer, if that counts. I've had a lot of liquor. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've had any beer. Oh, God. Well, but, you got that going for you. The yeah. effects are noticeable, though. Yeah. That I'm definitely, uh, sleep wise, I may not necessarily be getting more sleep in terms mm-hmm. of hours. I'm like, I'm going to bed around the same time, waking up at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm sleeping better. Oh yeah, the quality is better. Quality for sure better. Yeah. Um, and then of course uh, my weight is in check as well. Yeah, it's not it's fluctuating. Just, it's oh hell no, man. Yeah, it's going either. down. <laughs> oh good, just good. cutting down on beer. It's, yeah, I mean that's a huge source of calories for sure. Yep. 
um, especially at the rate we were consuming them yeah. prior to the month. But yeah. no, I, I mean, that. it's good. And I think I may just kind of continue on. Not so stringent, but like... Yeah, like maybe one or two days a week instead of every day. Yeah. <laughs> like last year, I definitely noticed <clears throat> after doing it, after doing dry January, um, you know, I cut back pretty pretty good. Uh, and then as the year went on and then you get into the summer I and it's like wait. better weather and you're hanging out and, you know, you have more beers, you kind of fall back a little bit into the old, those old habits but I definitely drank way less last year at total like even not counting dry January like than I have probably you know it, like since I was of legal drinking age you know dude I cannot wait for summer or spring dude I can't wait for spring I know really just like Mar- end of cold. March April like right? <laughs> it's cold dude it's bitter I mean it just started too you know yeah January and like and two days ago it was 50 so I can't complain but just can't wait as long as it doesn't linger I mean it started late hopefully it doesn't stick around later than it should yeah I mean but I think all by the by like St. Patty's Day everyone's already like they're in the mindset that like it's coming yeah you know once you get to St. Patty's Day, then you're like, oh, yeah. it's fucking here. I mean, it's here. January and February in New England are typically the coldest months yeah. and they have the most average snowfall. So once you get through that. And we're through January. Five yeah. days, man. We're almost through oh, January. Five okay. days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, Ham, is there yes. anything that you've been doing to, like, um, distract yourself or have you been filling that alcohol void with anything else, like drinking more coffee or uh, doing anything like that? Tea. Ah, uh, yes. Nighttime tea. Yep. I've you know, I've actually been doing the same exact thing. I've been doing thing. that too. I've been drinking tea, but only because yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that helps my body. So I was accustomed to end of the work day. Yep. Things are done. Have dinner. Wind down. Tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, usually, I would grab a beer or exactly. four. Yep. And then go to bed with just a stomach full of beer. Yeah. Just sloshing around, and then, but now I, you know, I like the tea now. Yeah, it's a nice nightly ritual. Uh, it's relaxing. Yeah. It gets you into that you know nice state of mind for you know laying down and. And I feel like it, your body starts to feel like it starts to prepare for sleep. As you start establishing that nighttime ritual, yep, um, you know, releasing all the what the neurotransmitters and melatonin dumping mm-hmm. out and stuff like that, getting you ready to go for a nice deep sleep. So yeah, tea. So this is thirst for knowledge, and we do like talking about beverages sometimes. Uh, what kind of teas have you been drinking? So <laughs> oh, man, um, here we go. There, I I prefer. The brand, I prefer the Yogi Teas. Yeah, okay. same. All right. Okay. Um, it, just because I think they they provide a lot of good flavor, robust flavor. Yo, I had salted car- caramel one. Oh, yeah. shit, that's good. It's sweet, too. <laughs> is it the Yogi Bedtime? Yeah, it's a bedtime salted caramel. Yep. That is good when you're on keto. I don't know if there's sugar in it. You think there's sugar in there? Or is that just sweet, like... With them from the herbs, some of those do have a perceived sweetness from the different herbs that they put in there. Or dude, that's enough to to uh, 
you know, tame my craving it, my sweet tooth, yeah. you know? Really? Yeah, that, that tea was enough wow. to like, dude, I want chocolate. You have a cup of that tea. Like, <laughs> That's sweet. Hit it. That hit it. Nice. But I discovered that after my keto. Oh, of course. You know? Um, I w- some of the nighttime, the actual nighttime teas that quote unquote promote a, night, a well-rested night of sleep, mm-hmm. they give me some funky dreams, man. Melatonin like, ones, right? Like crazy. I, I can't even explain it, but... I don't feel well rested. <laughs> You're like haunted. <laughs> yeah, like just terrifying dreams, and um, like even if my body just feels differently when I when I sleep when I'm on some of those weird ones, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I know last year when I did dry January, I was also doing. I was messing around with the ketogenic, you know, modified Atkins diet, and man, I was having some wild dreams, like really? very vivid. You're you're just in it. Like it is insane, and you wake huh. up in the morning. It's just like you're just dreaming these crazy dreams, and you remember them when you wake up, like the whole night. Um, this year, I haven't. I've definitely been dreaming, um, like probably every night, but I don't feel like my dreams are as crazy this year as they were last year. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with the kind of teas I've been drinking, or just uh-huh. my body being a little different this time. But yeah. My mind is my mind's tapped. I have to keep the TV on, and has so there has to be like sound, or my my mind fucking brings me on journeys oh like God. horrifying nightmares. <laughs> like I can't I can't tame those bad Larrys. Wow. So I just gotta let like something happy play like Bob's Burgers or something <laughs> because I'll dream about whatever is happening in the thing. Uh, okay. Okay. So like you'll have a dream about. The characters of yeah, Bob's Burger, or I'll just like, like know what's happening, and I'll just be watching that show in my dream, mm. like. But like, as soon as the TV, like sometimes my TV will turn off from like just a sleep timer, and then like I'll wake myself up screaming, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, the TV's off. That's why oh, I turn it back on." It's <laughs> awful. Lately, though, I've been able to like turn it off like two hours before I have to wake up, and I'll keep I'll be able to keep sleeping. But usually, have you ever had a sleep study done? No. Oh man, you should. I you should because should. I've never, I've never been a good sleeper. Hmm. I've always had nightmares my whole life. Weird. Probably, you know, some traumatizing <laughs> happened when I was a kid, and I just Probably. can't get over it. I got to get over it. You know, but no. Even when I go camping, I usually have to be like pretty drunk to be able to sleep right. Oh damn. Or it has to be like just a nice chill night. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I need, I need everything off i well i don't need it i can sleep anywhere i can sleep right here on this table yeah right now during the podcast no problem <laughs> yeah yeah but i prefer darkness quiet i like i like a lot of sound you know but with i mean maybe like the window just cracked a little bit with a mm-hmm. little bit of cold wind and just hear some of the you know the sounds of nature the thing is though during the day i can sleep in total quietness and i'll probably prefer it but at night for some reason I need sound hmm. anything really that's sometimes weird. usually like in the summer I could just the AC is enough to like distract my brain white noise kind of just distract the yeah. brain yeah but if it's completely quiet my brain just goes on some fucked up journeys it's hmm. like a bad trip yeah I mean weed when I do drugs too like it's usually not a positive experience it's usually always a bad trip when and you're you, sleeping no, when I'm on drugs, like, <laughs> <laughs> like if I smoke weed and I'm sober, it's usually a paranoid state of mm. highness. 
that I'm experiencing. Even if other people around you are stoned? Yeah. <laughs> really? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I'll usually have to be drunk before I smoke. Hmm. And another thing is a lot of people say when they smoke, they slow down their drinking. I don't know if they're distracted or something. But with me, whenever I smoke weed, I just start downing them. I'll, like, drink an extra 10. I'll just, <laughs> like, for some reason, I just, like, I'd rather be drunk than high. Hmm. Well, it sounds like to you To me, might- it's all the environment. If I'm super stoned in public and I know that nobody else around me is stoned and I'm the only one... Oh man, that freak out a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. get a little uncomfortable in my skin. Yeah, no, like, I'm the same way. I can see that. Like when we went to that comedy show in uh, at the Comcast Arena. Oh, you remember that the Oddball Comedy Festival? When yeah, we saw Chappelle. Yeah, when we saw Chappelle yeah, yeah. when he came back out of retirement. Yep. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. That was a little much. Dude, one of my favorite things is recognizing that Justin is uncomfortable and a little paranoid and just just jabbing him a little bit about it and like just very subtly because hey it man, just amplifies in out? his brain. Oh, it is man. so funny. Justin, relax. So, <laughs> I am relaxed. Yeah, I guess. He just looks so uncomfortable in his skin and he's trying to make himself I'm, look comfortable. I'm trying to just blend in. Oh, uh, oh yeah. It's fantastic. It happens. It doesn't happen every time. Usually I'm pretty chill about it, but there's occasions where (laughs) if I'm the only one baked and everyone's sober and just normal. Oh, God. One of my best, one of my, one of my favorite things I used to do as a kid was smoke weed. I think I told you smoke weed in uh, when I was like 15 and my uh, bed blow it out my window and watch Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Man. I wonder if people our age, like, because it was illegal when we were kids and we'd have to hide it and, like, you know, not be caught with it because you'd get in trouble. If that that behavior, like, kind of, like, changes your high as opposed to, like, people nowadays maybe in high school where it's legal, they're not really worried about it as much. There's not as much of a stigma. There's right. not as much of, or even, I'm going to get in trouble with the cops. and Or even that. like a generation before us where it was like almost taboo to smoke, you know? Yeah. Probably depends on the person too and how they react to those kind of situations. Yeah, that's true. Because I, I always remember having it being, you know, hiding it. Even to today, you know? Yeah. You still kind of hide it unnaturally, you know? Unless you smoke it all the time, you just keep it on your shit, but. So you're saying like those that affect that 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 feeling like of like you're gonna get in trouble you kind of still carry that with you yeah you know very subtly subconsciously definitely even though you live in a state where it's perfectly legal right and yeah you i don't can have see that to no worry about. i definitely f- i feel the same way too yeah. which is very unfortunate yeah um but i know some i know some uh, some some buddies of mine who do it fairly regularly mm. completely comfortable with it just, oh yeah, yeah like yeah that's true there's ripping bowls like just <laughs> at a red light like <laughs> no problem well i wouldn't recommend I know. that <laughs> that's just like cracking of a beer shocking a beer at a red light oh, like, man. let's go baby. it's oh, the same geez. it's it's weird too because people don't view that as the same as drinking but legally it's the same thing man that'll ruin your life if you get caught oh yeah you know it's a dui Yep. If you get caught, you know, I mean, maybe it depends on the cop, but mm. still. Yeah. I mean, there's there's people who can 
who can be stoned, keep it together, and drive no problem. Yeah. I've witnessed it. Not oh, me. Yeah. Not Some me. Some people better probably God, no. get sober. <laughs> I can't function. I can't even no, tie either. my shoes when like nothing. <laughs> right. But yeah, man, that's unfortunate that those But it's like people who like were born in the depression with food or money too. Hide money in their friggin' mattresses still, yeah. like old people. Yeah. Or people who just hoard food because they didn't have food as a kid or whatever. Or they're worried about that crap, you know, for generations before us. Yeah. Just hard habits to break. My mom's a hoarder. I don't know why, but she's a hoarder. I think uh, one thing, when uh, when I was a kid, we lost our house and she lost all her shit. Yeah, yeah. And now she hoards all her stuff. She's always worried that people are going to steal her. There whatever. you go, man. So it's probably that. Like people will come in, like she's worried about... Oh yeah, just people walking in. Just she's oh, yeah, she's I'm crazy. This now. My mom's <laughs> crazy too, though. But at the same time, yeah. When we had we visited my brother when he graduated the military, we had to drive down to North Carolina, and I had to put a piece of plywood, a eight by four sheet of plywood, over her bedroom door and screw that shit into her wall. I'm like, look at no one's gonna break it now. There's a big big piece of plywood on that door, <laughs> and that's how we got her out of the house. Jeez. Wow. Uh, usually there's some sort of trauma associated with, I think that triggers the hoarding sort That's of probably behavior. It, you know, she lost her house. Yeah. She lost most of her shit, you know, because then we brought all our stuff from the house into a storage unit and then that storage unit flooded and then all that shit got oh, lost. Jeez. Yeah. So she was like, mm. yeah, I mean, that's probably part of it. And then you got to think her parents are from the generation where you had, Right, World War Two and Great Depression, and, and their parents, and then that that keeping stuff mentality, you know, like that middle class, lower middle class, lower yeah. class, like you had any little scrap that you got, you held on to because you didn't know if you were gonna have it, you know? right? And that's kind of carried down through like my grandparents, my great grandparents, and my parents. Something that I've left behind. I hate. I hate stuff. I hate having things. The more Same. I can purge and like get stuff like out of my house like the better the less stuff i have the more relief i feel it's this weird thing that i have and i probably i'm reacting in the opposite way right because i saw that like you know my parents and grandparents and great-grandparents like held on to too much you know yeah i think we're in a generation two where we see a lot of trash and less is more type thing yeah efficiency you know i mean because i'm the same way i hate having stuff we like to purge. I mean, there's I, like, this, I like to buy dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> Throw crap away. I mean, there's this minimalist movement going around that's kind of taking it even more to the extreme oh, yeah. of, like, people yep. only own, like, five outfits. Yeah. And they keep them all. They could basically live out of, like, a large duffel bag, and that's all the amenities they have, and that's it. That's, that's yeah, that's tough, though, especially if you have some sort of hobby if you have any hot like hobbies oh, yeah. that require things too, like say you like like hunting or you like fishing or any like if you like hiking, you need a lot of stuff to yeah. hike, you know? <clears throat> Camping, you need gear. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean <laughs> if you like technology, you know, you need a computer, you need all the gadgets with it. Yeah. You know? The reason that we're doing this podcast is because I have all this equipment left over from yeah. you know, my band days. 
Like if I didn't keep on to that, holding on to that, I mean, we might be able to do the podcast, but it just it'd be it'd be a little different, right? And it wouldn't probably be as awesome. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But I mean, at the same time, there's a balance you can have. You don't have to go to the extremes on both ends. No, definitely not. Just knowing one thing, I think that I've I've obtained this year that I haven't in any other year was like more of a consciousness of like money and what I'm eating. Those are two definitely things that this month I've never really thought about money as um, other than just like, this is my money. I can do whatever I want with it. You know, I just got to last this until this week mm-hmm. and then next week I'll have more money. So usually like every time I get paid, I'll just pay all my bills. Whatever I got left over, I just go hard. And then <laughs> I'm like, yeah, baby, I still got 200 bucks. What are you going to do? <laughs> but this month, especially this month, like I've been like no buying bullshit, no going out to eat, no going to dunks every day in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like I've been more conscious about my money, where it's going. Um, and also with the keto diet, that's like the first um, diet I've ever really been on where I try to actually like avoid a certain type of food. Mm. Any diet that I went on by myself, it was more like I want to like work out, lose weight. Let's not eat fast food and let's eat more tuna. <laughs> and like that's as far as I went when I was in college. So this is like not eating sugar, not drinking alcohol. I've definitely been more conscious about what I've been doing this month over any, any time in my life. So who knows, man, maybe I'm maturing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's part of it, I guess. took 28 years to mature. (laughs) Yeah. It's good to be aware of those things though. Like, um, even like cooking for yourself more, having your meals prepared ahead of time. Like when you have to think about that stuff, you're less likely to spend more money like to get food quicker, either whether it's fast food or a local restaurant or something. Um, you know, if you if you don't have that food or you don't know what you're eating, then you're probably gonna get something quick and it's probably yeah. not going to it's probably gonna be very calorically dense and kinda throw you off for the rest of the day as having a meal prepared ahead of time, which is cheaper. And it and it really does end up it's saving you money. And probably time too, even though it might seem like you're spending more time prepping food, but now, but you're not spending it going to a store, waiting in line, putting in your order. You know, think like that, even, even if you're just going through a drive through that takes five, 10 minutes, it doesn't take that, like it might take that long to prep your meal for a couple of days. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's a couple hours, man. And <clears throat> I say this all the time, you know, if you, if you have to improvise, to find a meal, you're more apt to choose the bad things yeah, without question yeah, because of convenience, whatever. But if you plan it, if you have a plan, if you meal prep it out, I mean, Sunday prep day, that's <laughs> sort of like kind of a new catchy thing that people have been doing for the last couple of years. If it's in a Tupperware and it's grab and go, man, like it's way, way easier to stick to, you know, whatever your fi- nutrition goals are, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah, right over there. James is excusing himself there yeah. uh, for his cough, so we can <laughs> edit it out later. <laughs> but I will say this: I have, 
myself, I have been diving down this path of more focusing around money and not thinking of it in terms of like, yeah, this is like you said, this is what I have, man. And, you know, dropping flip like a sultan, you know, whatever's left of your paycheck. But instead of looking at it as potential and whether that's potential for future investments, retirement, potential for um, security, whatever, you know. Um, and I have been doing a lot of podcasts, a lot of like online research of yep. just where to start, where to begin, because I'm new to this. Yeah. And it, it's only been about a year since I've been out of college. You know, I did, what, eight years of schooling? Four years in the Marine Corps. Yep. You know, right That's after true. high school. I mean, this is like the first time That's I have true. stable income. Like, and now it's on me to start like learning how to use it, and manage it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like, I, it sucks. I should have been doing this a long time ago, but it's better that you know now instead of 10 years from now, though. Dude, my dad, no one taught him any of this stuff. He didn't even use the computer or anything until like three or four years ago. He just started a retirement like three or four years ago. That, that mother trucker is like 55 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, be happy that you're like 30 and starting it and not 50 yeah. and starting it, you know? So, I mean, and we got plenty of time, dude. Shit, I'm retiring. If I go just work at my one job and just have a pension, I'm not going to retire till like I'm 65. So, you got to like plan now start a Roth or something, buy a house, maybe an investment property, pay into your retirement, you know, get another thing here, multiple streams of, you know, income and shit, man, you'll be That's fine. That's the way to do it. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll be like, I'm rich. I'm 50. I can retire now, baby. I'm fine. If, yeah. if you do everything right and you don't mess up, you know, you'll be comfortable. It actually know? really doesn't take that much. No. I was crunching numbers, man. I'm like, Phew. Just do what you're supposed to do, and you'll be golden. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to figure out what you're supposed to do, and it also like what do you want to do for your lifestyle? Because yeah, you're, that's true. You're, when you're saving and you're making investments, that's all for the future. But you also have to think about your day to day. Like, how do you want to live your life day to day and be happy as well? Because you can't if you're sacrificing everything now for later for later. You're really not living, right? So you need to find a good balance between those two things. Being aware of your future, but also living in the now and enjoying your time while you're young and you're youthful. Because that shit is worth way more than, you know, when you're you're 60 as compared to when you're 30. Right. Like, (laughs) your time is worth Don't be like, (laughs) don't be like, I'm going to go hike Everest later when I retire. Yeah. (laughs) When you're 75 years old and you can't even walk anymore. Exactly. No, I hear that. But the thing is, too, like, you know, if you have a certain type of lifestyle that doesn't cost a lot of money and when you retire, you have this plan of living a more simple life than a more luxurious life, Mm. you know, it's pretty feasible. Yeah. Definitely. Like a lot of hobbies that we do together are almost like free, you know, hiking and camping, mm-hmm. you know, these small vacations we do, they're pretty cheap, you oh, know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we're going around touring fucking Europe. And just you know? living your day to day. You're not going to fancy restaurants every right. day. You're not flying all over the place. You're yeah. not like. We don't I, really go to many like expensive shows. Yeah. And, you know, we're not into sports as much. You know, we don't like, oh, you guys are going to go watch the Super Bowl? It's only $10,000 ticket, bro. 
You know? Yeah. Me and the boys think about going to Las Vegas for the weekend. <laughs> but if that's well, that, your thing. that may happen. <laughs> that, that actually may happen. That's true. Uh, that would be interesting. I wouldn't be opposed to that experience, but Which I'm not one? Like, Vegas? Ooh. Yeah. Or the Super Bowl? I mean, I'd go to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't spend ten thousand dollars for it. I think that's what they're going for. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy because I have a few friends that like go every year. That's. I mean, they go but super, if, if they love well, it, only because that's their thing, you know. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of dough, man. It is. But whatever, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I know. Yeah, January. It's been uh, it's been an interesting month. Yeah, it has. It's not over yet, though. It's not over. This fucking month sucks balls. <laughs> I can't wait for this month to be over. It's been very interesting. Um, I've definitely been in a routine for sure. Uh, doing the meal prep thing, getting up every day, um, probably. Between 4 and 6 a.m. Uh, <clears throat> I've been trying to build in an eight-hour block where I'm in my bed. So I'm, like, trying to get that, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep every night on weekends at probably eight to nine. And that's been pretty awesome. I mean, I definitely feel more rested, more awake during the day. Um, haven't been dragging as much. Um, the morning ritual. I know we were talking about the nighttime ritual with the tea and everything. So I've pretty much had a morning ritual now where I get up um, if I'm running which I've you know because we're doing this hundred miler thing Are you doing it on the treadmill in your in your spare most bedroom? of it has been in the treadmill yeah okay uh, so um, I'll get up and I'll basically go into the bathroom throw my running clothes on which are in the bathroom <laughs> and then I'll go upstairs put my shoes on and then get in hop on the treadmill Um and then after that, I'll stretch a little bit, make my breakfast, make my coffee, take a shower, go to work, you know. And I'm telling you, man, when you get that start, when you run in the morning and you make your breakfast and then you go to work, you just feel like you're ahead of the game. How like much, you really how much do. earlier do you wait, have to wake up and do all that stuff? So um, on a normal work day, if I have to be there for eight, um, I'll set my alarm for six o'clock and I can... That's enough time for me to run at least three, three and a half miles, make breakfast, take a shower, and get to work on time. Damn. Now, What's I have to ask, though? though, Yep. how long is your commute to work? My commute to work is 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So right. that is definitely very beneficial. I've had other jobs where my commute's been longer, and it hasn't allowed me to do that. I would have to get up earlier, but... And I'm probably not going to face traffic either. That's another thing. Yeah. I can take back roads to avoid traffic and only adds a couple minutes onto my commute. Whereas if I got out, and there's been a couple times where I can see that there's an accident on the highway and I just won't take the highway. Yeah. And then it's not, it's just saving me time. So that's been nice. I'd have um, to wake up at 3.30 to do that. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's me too, like, yeah. with, with your commute. So you can't necessarily make that work. Yeah. But it has been great to have the ability to be able to do that. It'd be nice to get a gym at my work. That'd be baller. That's huge. I used to have that years ago, and it was That'd very be nice Because I wouldn't, mind, I wouldn't mind going into work like 30 minutes early and doing mm -hmm. a run because I have showers at work and everything. Yeah, yeah. We have a kitchen at work. 
I could do all that stuff. But you just have to be there because if you don't yeah. leave late enough, then you get stuck then in I hit traffic. The traffic and then yeah. I'm late. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much on like, I got to leave the house at five fifty, hit route two by five fifty five, And then I'm in there, but at six, boom, that traffic hits. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely rough. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, uh, that morning routine has been pretty awesome. On some days, I, I I haven't done it because I'll either have to be into work earlier or... Those um, like your brew days? Yeah, so I'll have to be to work for five. But So I'll get up at four, and I'll still make my breakfast and do that thing. I just won't get the run in. Yeah. Uh, and then, but because I'm out earlier now, I can run when I get home, um, feel, you know, a little bit better, Uh but so how let me ask you this and i don't know if there's i mean anything you can provide for like the people listening how did you sort of get into this groove and and how did it how did you keep keep it going how you know sustaining itself yeah i mean dude that's Okay, this is interesting, all right? I mean, maybe it's not interesting to everybody, but <laughs> it's interesting to think back on how I how I was able to get into the groove. Um, so we I started running day one, which is January 1st, obviously, and we had, you know, uh, a New Year's Eve party the night before, so we did have drinks oh, and yeah. everything. And um, pretty hungover. Uh, yeah, first oh, so running, running that first day, that was a little rough, but I waited until the latter half of the day. I, I spent the first half of the day hydrating and, you know, getting <laughs> mentally preparing myself. But I'd been thinking about this for like weeks before. So like my, I was kind of mentally prepared. Um, when I first started running, I was listening to podcasts um, and specifically I saved uh, one of Rogan's podcasts when he had uh, David Goggins on. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so That'll do it. My first few runs. They're just calling you a pussy the I whole was, time. I was listening to um, <laughs> Rogan's podcast with David Goggins. And if you haven't looked up that guy or heard him speak, he's an interesting dude. He's a fucking beast. That's and what he is. He's very, like, he's motivational, but that guy is crazy. Like, yeah. the stuff he does is literally crazy and i wouldn't recommend necessarily doing what he does because he's crazy <laughs> but it was motivational to just hear him talk about things while i was running and why i needed some motivation um but once i got past that and i was like a week a week and a half in running on the treadmill for me is pretty boring uh, even if i'm listening to podcasts because you're in a small room just looking at the wall and and it's hard to keep that motivation. So I used a little trick uh, that I like to call the iPad. And uh, I started watching movies <laughs> while I was running. Okay. So it, nice. that, that's kind of been my secret weapon. Um, and so it actually gives me something to look forward to when I hop on the tread. I, I like running outside, but it's just been too cold. And to do that that early in the morning too, it becomes an extra step in the process. Sure. Yeah. And it's easy for me to just go in the room, like right next to my bedroom and jump on the treadmill. So I'm saving time. It's a little more efficient than going outside and freezing and have to bundle up more. And it, there's just more logistics and stuff. So I started watching movies and, uh, <laughs> so I've, uh, watched, um, pretty much everything on Netflix 
Not not Damn. all not everything. Not everything. All, the whole all <laughs> contents available. I think you're the first one. <laughs> it took a while. No, but I, I rewatched uh, Star Wars: Last Jedi. Oh um, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I had only. It's on Netflix. It's yeah. on Netflix. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the Han Solo movie. Oh, I, that's good. I, I also rewatched the Han Solo movie. Uh, I was in the middle of the Rogue One, <clears throat> and they pulled Rogue One off of Netflix. Literally, Damn. when I was in the what? middle of it, they I was in the sh- middle of watching it, and they took it off. It's like, sorry, Seth. Oh, yeah, I know. So, for, um, for the record, Rogue One was just such a fantastic movie. It really was, oh, and I was looking goodness. forward to finishing it, but it didn't happen. Dude, I like Solo. People dude, a lot had negative reviews on that. I'm like, fuck, I love that dude, shit. It was good. No. People are haters, man. Dude, yeah, people they are. are haters. Solo was a fine movie. Like the I act it was good. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't the greatest Star Wars movie, but I got out of it what I needed. It's enjoyable. Yeah. You know? It exactly. sure was. Um Apparently it, there's this dude too that like they said should have been Han Solo. He like looks just like Harrison Ford and like sounds just like him or something. Mm. Yeah, but the, I didn't I didn't see it, but everyone keeps talking about yeah. it. The actor had characteristics right. that, that fit the a young Han Solo. Right. No, like, I, I feel that. I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was fine. Um so I got through those. Uh I watched Kill Bill One. Gotta watch Snowpiercer, dog. I'm yeah, oh. you do. Uh, is, it, is it still on there? Nah, I don't know. Yeah. But Willy Wonka to too. You gotta watch that shit, <laughs> dude. That blew my mind. Yeah. So <coughs> James has been, uh, you know, all over the internet and looking up the what was it, the Snowpiercer. There's a conspiracy, I guess it is, or a revelation, fan, maybe? fan theory, fan right. theory, fan theory. Yeah, fan yeah. theory. That Snowpiercer with uh, Captain America, dude Evans. What's his name? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. Is I like to think of him as the Human Torch, actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory makes a lot of sense. <laughs> For those of you at home listening or in your car, check it out. Uh, go on YouTube when you have a second and look up the the theory of Snowpiercer being the sequel to Willy Wonka. It's pretty close man yeah it, it makes me believe it fits. i'm a believer <laughs> it fits oh man super trippy yeah it but is very fun it's crazy and like there's music from willy wonka in it like hidden and all these little hidden gems and the characters are all in it it's mind-blowing man now <laughs> did the director of snowpiercer come out and no like say like no he didn't the movie was written and directed with that concept in mind or is this nope we didn't say that at all okay it's just a fan theory but they click them all together put all the links together and it's pretty believable that's nuts yeah so it makes a lot of sense um yes so you're you watch kill bill Yep. Uh, Speaking of Chris Evans, I actually rewatched Avengers Infinity War as well. Mm, Damn, (laughs) that's uh, a lot of watching. Yeah, dude. So were you watching the movie while you run, and then you pause it, and then when you're back to the run, you turn it back on? And then I go back to that movie, yeah. So you're only watching like 10-minute stints? No, no. Oh, no, you were doing three miles. So I I was mostly doing like three miles, so we're talking 30, 35 minutes. Some days I did five, five and a half miles, so those are the longer ones. Um yeah, so I mean, and that, now I'm in the middle of Kill Bill 2 right now. Nice. <laughs> so it almost makes you want to keep running so you can finish no, it. No, it really, like, that That was a mind that my, uh, a trick that I was playing on my mind. It was like, oh, yeah. I want to finish watching that movie. Let me get on the treadmill. Huh. And 
like just anything I could do to break up that like it was less it I feel like it's been less fatigue on my body and more on my mind you know and that was like something David Goggins talks about like you you know overcoming your mind that whole thing oh. but he's like you know oh yeah don't listen to music don't watch movies or anything just do it and like fight your mind and I'm Jesus. like yeah I'm, I'm okay with that right now <laughs> that extreme yeah see like I would have trouble trying to concentrate on the movie while well, running because that's I'm just the thing. dying inside. You got to go on at a pace where it's comfortable for you, where you yeah. where where you're you're at that edge where you're at a decently comfortable pace but the movie is still able to captivate you. So I've been obviously watching mostly action movies right. because action movies like you just get to some action and you get engaged or you might want to run faster, but I wouldn't run faster. I've I've actually just been keeping my pace. Yeah. So I each so I started the first week at a pace that I know was slower than my average pace. And then each week, I've been bumping up my pace by, I think, 15 or 30 seconds at a time. Something like that. Uh, yeah, so I started at 10-minute pace, and right now I'm at a 9-minute pace. So yeah, I think I've been doing it 15 seconds faster each week. Yeah. And it's been pretty comfortable. Like, I don't feel like I've... There's been a couple of days where I was beat. Like, especially at the beginning, when I was adapting to this whole thing, running every day, I, I, like, at the end of the day, I was just done. When I was having that cup of tea, I was, like, falling asleep on the couch. Like, Shit. I was like, I need to go to bed right now. <laughs> so, so we're in day 26, no alcohol and moderate exercise. What do you guys, have you lost any weight? Have you felt stronger or leaner? Any change? You said you've, you've lost weight. Have you, how much? Definitely lost weight. I haven't tracked it. Every Tuesday, I'll weigh in. Mm, yeah. Just like a brief update. Um, but I haven't like really kept much tabs. I'm just like, all right, if it's below the number than, that it was last week, then fine. Yeah. Um, less uh, slimmer around the abdominal section. Nice. Uh, I can definitely notice I'm not so like bloated. Bloated, <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely that's kind of gone away. Um, but I, I suspect that's not just from drinking, but also, you know, being more conscious about what I'm eating, things mm. like that. Um, plus the exercise helps. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean, I didn't keep up with the no drinking. I did do two days, but I mean, with the keto for two weeks, being sick for fucking three weeks and being more conscious about spending money on fast food and going out to eat, I've lost like 10 pounds probably. Sometimes maybe 15, but my weight's been fluctuating mm. around 215, 210 now. I lost 10 pounds, I would say. That's pretty Just solid. Good. I mean, in three and yeah, change uh, weeks. Aside, I'm proud of it. Aside from your sickness, yeah. I mean, that really just goes to show just simple. Yeah, I haven't worked out changes at all. Yeah, I haven't worked out at all. That's important to note. I think I might. The only time I've broken a sweat was when my fever was off the (laughs) chain and I was in bed, just dripping sweat. That's the only time I've broken a sweat this month. But it doesn't take much. Some of these simple lifestyle changes, for sure, can go a long way. Don't eat sugar. Don't fucking drink booze. And I don't know. And you don't even need to cut out that stuff completely. You just need to. just cut back that's just what i did you yeah. know and you don't have to run 100 miles in a month <laughs> you don't have to do <laughs> run 200 or a thousand yeah marathon a day baby oh my god david, david goggins would do that yeah yeah, yeah. Don't be a 
Gross. <laughs> yeah. God damn. No, but I'll be glad when this running oh, challenge is over. Me too. I think that's the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm probably looking. I like running. I, I enjoy it. Um, I get a lot of benefits from it mentally and physically. But doing it every single day. It's like a chore. Oh, man. Like, it is like. I, would you rather do it every day or would you rather do like four marathons this month? I'd rather do it every day yeah. than do four marathons. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Like one every Saturday. <laughs> oh, God. No way. No way. The recovery for that and everything. Like, yeah. That would just be miserable. And it would take me like probably five or six hours to run a marathon. Yeah. And not feel like complete trash. And the, probably still feel like complete trash. The thing, the thing about it is, is, you know, the last couple of months, I started getting into a good routine of resistance training. Oh, yeah. So to stop all that, just to run. Ah. Uh every whatever day that mm-hmm. I can has been that's been the most like bumming me out man oh, like yeah. I'm just I would prefer to get back to the weights yep um, but I do know I mean we have a half marathon coming up in May yeah and then we have a full marathon coming up in October mm-hmm. um, so there's definitely going to be a need for more running yeah but um, you don't need to run every day to train for those exactly that yeah I mean I, I like Training for that stuff, like three to five days a week, essentially, yeah. it's much more manageable, and you can fit in some of that resistance training too, and for not sure. be completely wiped. For sure, you know. But I did one thing that has helped us, and and I think this has also sort of been contributing to sort of the sustainability of of this challenge, at least for you and Gina. Yeah, um, I think it has more to do with. Our text chain. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a group text, and every day you run, you sort of post your your results. You post your yeah. you know, your mileage, your total mileage for the challenge, plus mm-hmm. your average pace for the day. Um, and that checking in, you know, almost forces you to, you know, keep it going. Yeah, that's been pretty... I, I was hoping that that would be motivation for all of us, like to see each other's results and see that we're doing it every single day. And you're not in it alone, you know? Right. Um, yeah, that, that's a, that's definitely been another motivating and helpful factor in all of this. Yeah. So making some of these, you know, after January, it's the start of that new year, you know, resolutions, mm. all that jazz. But, you know, it seems like a lot of us who are making these choices, making some changes, I mean, there's definitely planning that goes into it. I mean, oh, yeah. and, and if you want to keep this successful and keep it, keep it going, mm-hmm. it's got to be more keeping the plan, um, accountability. You know, if you have a problem with sticking to something, finding a way of including an aspect of, of accountability, mm-hmm. whether that's working out with a friend or sort of challenging, you know, uh, friends around you to do a hundred miles or whatever. Yeah. It could be anything. Do five um, push-ups a day. Something, something stupid like that. Anything, yeah. any little thing. Because another thing too is just the doing the thing every day is that it just gets you doing something. Right. Like you step on the treadmill and you're like, oh, maybe I'll only do a mile today. But you might get to that mile and end up doing three or four miles. Yeah. You know, and some days it might only be a mile. But but just taking that first step, it's so cliche, but it's yeah. literally usually the hardest step. <laughs> And, that makes sense. 
And if you go from if you go from nothing, you know, to just doing balls to the walls a hundred miles, like okay, that's probably unrealistic. I mean, you've already been. Oh yeah, I ran. Conditioned. I ran two half marathons last year, and I, you know, one in May, one in October, and then I didn't like. I hadn't. I'd been doing random runs and some like kettlebell training after that October half. So I wasn't like completely out of shape. I didn't right. just like jump into this and be like, all right, it's going to be impossible for me to do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I tell a lot of my, you know, a lot of my patients, I, I'm like, all right, well, if your goal is to start exercising more, okay, well, if you're doing nothing now, zero, mm. just do one day. Yeah. Okay. Just plan out one day, one day a week. Yeah. And as soon as you start getting into a good routine and you're hitting one day a week, mm-hmm. it doesn't even need to be every Monday, okay? Yeah. If you just find a day in your schedule to add a day, okay, you get into a good routine, after a couple weeks, add two days. Yeah. They almost do it on purpose because they see results and they'll like it or get comfortable with it, you know? Yep. And track track your goals and track when you hit those goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you exercise one day a week and you hit it, check that off. Yeah. Put a calendar in your bathroom. Yep. And just <laughs> I saw that you know, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what are you doing in here looking yeah. at your schedule? <laughs> I've got a calendar, a physical calendar in my bathroom that I write my mileage and my time while he's taking day. a piss. So that every day when I go and take a piss, I can see <laughs> All right, I've been doing some stuff. Yeah. You know, I yeah. can keep doing that stuff. So just whatever you need to do as a little bit of motivation or to like get that thing in front of you. Like when you see the calendar and you see, oh, I said I was gonna work out once every week, and then you see two weeks have gone by and I haven't worked out at all, and just put another X you know, workout, put another X up there, see those X's build up or however you track it. Like yeah. so you can see it every day. That's you know? it, man. And that, that helps you, that'll motivate you. Keep it in the front of your mind. Keep it like, yeah. right there. Yeah. And then you just build upon it yep. little by little. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, we're definitely going to do a follow up podcast to this yeah. um, where we'll definitely be drinking some beers, Indeed. talking about, uh, I guess. Can we do anti dry January? Can we do. <laughs> Getting fucked up we do, every day. Can we do wet February podcast where we're just <laughs> yeah. hammered. Soaking wet February. Yeah. Come in, All right. boys. That, that's, that's the plan. Um, we're going to do the anti dry January. We're not uh, going to remember a thing in February. All these podcasts are going to be triple X rated. Drunk, drunk, drunk February podcast will be interesting. Uh, we can't promise that it'll be. Um, oh, sure. Very informative, but it, it might be entertaining, or it might be, uh, yeah, it'll definitely be entertaining. <laughs> that's a guarantee. Well, we're definitely going to be entertaining. Lots of advertisements. Sure. Lots of advertisements will be up. Oh yeah, 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 that's for sure. Definitely. Do we ever get that sponsorship from Dull Knives? Dull Knives. Yes. Uh, this is brought to you by Dull Knives. Get your Dull Knives. It's <laughs> dullknives dot com. You, you're sick of your sharp knives? Bring your knives to Dull Knives. They'll dull them up for you. Bring them back to you, nice and dull. Thanks, Dull Knives. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well done. It's D-U-L-L-Knives.com. All right, people of the world, we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next, next time. Next podcast, what are we doing? We're doing uh, 23andMe, right? Or, or we've already done it. I don't know, man. Maybe we did that one. Next is po- this the second one, the third one? I don't oh, know. that's true. Which podcast is which? You figure it out. Bye, guys.
Hey guys, this is the outro. Oh, hey. <clears throat> All right, so I had a couple notes uh, about this episode. Um, we mentioned the coffee that we got from Ohio. That was very tasty. The name of that uh, establishment was Rooted Grounds Coffee, and their all-day breakfast blend. Shout very out. good. Um, the other note that I had was I want to be honest with you guys. I actually... Oh, no. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> dry January, I wasn't 100% dry, okay? I do work in a brewery, and I do have to make small quality control samples, all right? Did you swallow? <sighs> yes. Confess, my child. I did I did swallow. Confess but <laughs> I, I didn't have more than two or three ounces. A day? A day. I didn't have more than that, and it wasn't every How day. How many days? Every uh, day? No, not every day. <laughs> every day, but I, mean, I that did would equal all like, in one day. That would equal like four beers, right? No, I, I probably, in total, throughout the whole month, maybe had a beer, a beer and a half. We'll forgive you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Because I had about Thank, a gallon of whiskey. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah. I didn't hit my 100 miles, not by a long shot, but I hit my dry January, so I'll take that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out in, uh, in the Soaking Wet February episode. Mm. Yeah, so you guys can look forward to that. All right, uh, thanks. I think that's it. I, yeah. I don't have anything. I'll oh, wait, wait. One thing. Um, also, I ended up crashing my car. So I just want to put that in. And I got a fucking speeding ticket. So there you go. <laughs> so finish off the, the month well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that soaking wet February episode. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Adios. Sausage candles.